Would you turn with me to the book of John chapter 10, the book of John chapter 10 and verse 10. And then we will be reading one more passage found in Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 27. How many of you enjoyed the teaching of Bishop this morning? And how many of you appreciate his foundation of truth and character? Bishop, I honor you tonight and I honor your wife and I thank God for y'all's legacy. And I look around at everything that, not just what God has done, but what God is continuing to do. And I thank God for the foundation that you and your wife have laid. And of course, I most certainly give honor to Pastor Myers and his wife, even in their absence tonight. And to the whole team, Brother Tyler, and all of those that are working so hard uh, behind the scenes. If you know anything about a great church, you know that a great church does not become great by accident. There is blood and sweat and tears. And so I'm thankful for all of those of you that pray and fast and give and clean the church and teach Sunday school. And all of you that make this church great. Amen. And so I'm honored every time I get to stand behind uh, this podium and deliver the word of the Lord to you. And again, I honor my friend Dylan Morgan. He's here today. And I honor Brother Scott. And I honor Brother Jude. And uh, I just believe, I really believe that in the next few moments, uh, God is going to speak to us. Do you believe that? Would you go with me to John 10 and 10? The words of Jesus Christ. He says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy but then he segues and he says but this is what i've come to do notice he does not ask hell for permission he says i am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly would you turn with me to ephesians now one more passage of scripture Ephesians chapter 4, Ephesians chapter 4, we're going to read verse 27 and verse 28. Verse 27 says these words, neither give place to the devil and let him that stole past tense, steal present tense, no more future tense. So by the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to minister to you tonight. It's time to steal from the stealer. It's time to steal from the stealer. I'm going to say it again. It's time to steal from the stealer. I believe in the prayers of this great congregation. So would you lift up your hands and would you lift up your voice and would you pray for God to have his way tonight? Lord, we want your divine will to be done tonight. God, we want you to do everything that you have set out to do. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on a Sunday night as it is in heaven. We come against all fear. We come against anything human or hellish that would attempt to thwart what you are about to do. And we lose the best gifts to be in operation. 
in the name of Jesus Christ would you say that all across this house in the name in the name of Jesus Christ now clap your hands come on if you really believe your prayer clap your hands unto the Lord God bless you and you may be seated. She did what every other little girl would do. She walked to breakfast with her little baby doll. She made it to lunch with her precious baby doll. She would arrive at dinner with that same baby doll. It's what she hugged, it's what she loved, it's what she cherished. There was nowhere that she went that her baby doll did not go. She, like the other girls in her neighborhood, had dreams of one day being a mother and that baby doll becoming something real, living and breathing. And while the circumstance was par far from perfect, all of a sudden her prayer and her dreams and her thoughts became a reality. As the baby doll was traded for something living and breathing. As she held her very own child in her arms. She loved it. She cherished it. She fed it. She protected it. There was nowhere that she went. Her baby did not go. Until all of a sudden at midnight. Something horrific happened. Something traumatic happened she arose in the middle of the night to feed her child to do what mothers do and she awoke to the trauma and the tragedy of her dream lifeless what she had held in her arms having died she is frozen in fear. She does not know what to do. She is unable to move. She, she is in denial of what she is seeing. So she does not do anything. She grieves. She's in shock. She, 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 she's not able to compute it. She's unable to process it. But the Bible tells us that she begins to observe that child. She begins to scrutinize it. She begins to look at the eyebrows and she begins to finger the ears and she begins to place her hand upon the toes and the more and more and more that she looks at that child, something begins to rise in her spirit and the Bible tells us that the sun begins to, begins to come and with every ray of sunshine comes a ray of revelation. Until all of a sudden, she moves from her frozen state. She gets out of her place of complacency. And, and she begins to take that baby in her arms. Because she has had a revelation. And the revelation is simply this. My baby is not dead. My baby is stolen. So it is when she begins to look and analyze and observe, she realizes that the dead promise, the dead dream, the dead prayer that is in her arms is not hers. 
And so I just have to stop right here and notify somebody where I'm going tonight. I've come under the unction of God's spirit to preach a word into somebody's heart tonight. What you thought was dead is not dead. It is only stolen. Stay with me tonight, all of a sudden, she, she begins to muster faith and she begins to hold that dream, that promise, that prayer close to her beating heart. And she begins to go where everyone goes with a stolen dream. She begins to march her way to the court of a higher power. She ignores protocol. She busts past the guards. She does not give the correct credentials. But she is a mad mother. And if you have ever come in the path of a mad mother, you don't mess with mama when she's angry. She comes into the throne room. She's huffing and she's puffing. She's come to the king, King Solomon. You see, she understands. She understands she has to go to a place of authority. She has to go to a place of higher jurisdiction. And so she comes before the throne of that great King Solomon. And she says, sir, I'm holding something lifeless. And I know what it looks like. But it's not what it looks like. Hear me tonight. Stay with me. She's getting ready to plead her case before the king until all of a sudden someone else walks in. She's letting the king know, I, 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 I was just in my home and there was nobody else in my home besides my friend. And I woke up in the middle of the night and something dark had happened, something devious had took place. You see, my, my friend had awakened and she had, she had suffocated her dream. She had suffocated her child and she switched it with mine. She took the living child that I gave birth to and, and there was a swap, there was a trade in the middle of the night and now she has what belongs to me and I'm, I'm holding, holding something lifeless. And as she's pleading and as the king is listening to her story, all of a sudden someone walks in is the thief because hell is not afraid to come to church with you the spirit of fear is not afraid to come to church with you bondage is not afraid to come to church with you the thief is not afraid to come to church with you I've got to pause for just a moment. I've got to bring to your attention that she stated to the king, There's no, there, there was nobody in my house except a friend. But the friend became a stealer. Because stealers don't always look like stealers. And thieves don't always look like thieves. But you've got to be very cautious in this end time hour of things that appear friendly one moment but they're robbing you the next moment. You've got to be very careful of social media and movies on Netflix and voices in our world that appear to have a smile and want to walk into our home. But the next moment, they're robbing your peace and they're robbing your joy and they're robbing your innocence. And they're... 
thought it was a friend. I thought it was a friend. But in the middle of the night, the mother, one mother had woke up to feed her child. She had woke up to sustain her child. And the other mother sadly had awakened having suffocated hers. Can I be just very plain with you tonight? Everything in your home is either sustaining what you've prayed for or suffocating what you've prayed for. Everything that we're allowing in our mind and in our marriage and in our children. I want to ask you, is it sustaining the anointing of God upon you or is it suffocating it? Is it sustaining the dreams and promises God has given you or suffocating it? Is it sustaining the destiny that God has placed on your life or suffocating it? She looks over. She looks around. And the thief has had the audacity to walk up in that throne room with her. You see, I've met people that come into the house of God and they say, I don't understand it. I, 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 I thought I was in God's presence. I thought I was in God's house. I, 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 I was worshiping and I was giving God glory. And I, I, I don't understand why, why the suicidal thoughts have followed me here. And I don't understand why the lust has followed me here. And I don't understand why the bitterness has followed me here. And I don't know why the hate and the anger has followed me here. I, I, I just wish you'd leave me, leave me alone. And I look at people and I ask them again, you sure it followed you here? Yeah? Are you sure it came with you in this house? Yeah? Okay. Why are you smiling? Why are you so excited? Why are you not dismal like I am? Because what, What can get away with junk in your house is always going to be exposed in this house. Because you're not just in any house. You are in the throne room of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I want my junk in this house. I want my past in this house. I want my addiction in this house. All of a sudden, she, she, begins to, she begins to give her plea and, and, and the thief is, is saying what she's saying and, and there's, two, there's two stories that are coming. There's two stories that are coming to the king. But I want you to notice a little nuance in scripture. There's something that the real mother says that the thief never does. They're giving their petition and they're, they're giving their plea. All of a sudden, there's something that the real mother speaks. There's something that the real mother says that the thief never does. You want to know what it is? It's this two-word phrase. Oh, Lord. You ever had an old Lord moment? My life is a biography of old Lord moments. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh, Lord. Some of you laughing, but you know it's true. But the thief never says that, nor can she. Can I encourage someone tonight? You have vocabulary that the enemy cannot use. 
you have words the thief cannot use. You didn't hear me, I'll try it over here. You can say, God, forgive me. The devil can't say that. You can say, God, help me. The devil can't say that. You can say, God, I need your mercy. The adversary, oh my goodness, if you had words the devil couldn't use, I'd be using them. If you had prayers the thief couldn't use, I'd be praying them. King says, all right, this is what we're going to do. Bring a sword. I know what we'll do. We're going to divide the child. We're going to divide the dream. We're going to divide the prayer. We're going to divide the promise. I'm going to give one half to one mother, and I'm going to give the other half to the other mother. And the thief goes silent. Some of you got you to gotta watch people when they're saying stuff. Sometimes you got to watch them more when they're not. Because there can be a lot said by not saying anything. Oh my, that's another sermon. The real mother, she looks around with panic and fire in her eyes. And she says, no! You cannot divide the child. And the king looks to his servant with a glimmer in his eye and says, that's her. If you gave birth to it, you cannot be silent about it. So I don't need fresh batteries in my discernment to know who gives birth to revival. Because when a man of God can come up here and preach about the promises of God and what God is wanting to do in this end time hour, and you can stay seated, and you can stay silent, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but you didn't give birth to it. But give me the elderly saint of God that says I may be in a wheelchair, I may not can run, but I'm going to wave my hand. I'm going to amen the preacher because this is my baby. This is my revival. This is my promise. I fasted for this. I prayed for this. That's my baby. I wish a boldness would come over somebody and you would remind hell, this is my promise, this is my church, this is my pastor, this is my revival. Now all of a sudden, the king said, give it to her. Give it to the one that couldn't be still. Give it to the one that couldn't be silent. 
she's the real mother. All of a sudden, she looks back at that thief. And do you think she smiled at her and said, let's meet for Starbucks tomorrow at five? I'm going to buy you a mocha latte, no fat, heavy whip. Some of y'all can tell I don't go to Starbucks much. Because the real mother knew something. She said, no, no, I would rather the baby be in the hands of a thief than be divided. Because hell has never once foiled a plot of heaven. But discord and division has. And I'm not the most smart. I'm not the most intellectual. I don't got 10 talents. I wish I did. But you know what I got? I got love for people and I've got a passion for God. Because I made up a long time ago in my mind. A half baby is no different than a dead baby. And half a prayer life is no different than no prayer life. Half commitment is no different than no commitment. Half holiness is no different than... You can't divide it. You can't sever it. Leave the baby intact. I prayed for that. I fasted for that. I believe for that. I'm trying to wake you. I'm trying to awake the spirit of mother in this house. That says I don't care what the adversary has done. I don't care the thieves that have come into my home and into my mind and into my spirit. I don't care what has tried to hijack my ministry. I'm the real mother. I belong to God and I'm in his throne room on a Sunday night and I want it back. Come on, am I preaching to anybody on a Sunday night? You want some stuff back? Maybe you forgot where you are. Maybe you forgot that you are in the throne room of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. There is no authority greater than him. And it was Solomon who said where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, what doest thou? The Landon Gore 2021 translation coming to Mardell bookstores is this. When a king speaks, there is nothing or no one that can undo it or outdo it. Unless they are of equal or higher authority. He was saying when a king has spoken and you go forth with a word. Nobody even has the audacity to say what you're doing with that word. Unless it is someone of equal or higher authority that gave you the word. 
That's why I shout when the Bible said he's the king of kings and the Lord. Uh, uh, if he gave me a word, no demon in hell has the authority to say, give me it back. This is my baby. This is my promise. This is my hour. This is my word. So pardon me while I act like it. Oh, some of you be shouting if you knew it was still yours. Some of you be dancing if you knew it's not dead. It's not over. It's not done. It's only stolen. I'm going to say it again until everybody on the sound of my voice believes it. It's not dead, it's only stolen. 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 Oh, I can prove it. The Bible says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Oh, I thought it was destroyed when it died. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You see, oh God, help me. I don't need you to respond to me tonight. My ego does not need you to back up the preacher. I just need you to back up the word. Because hear me tonight, the adversary is aggressive. If you let him come and steal, he's coming back to kill. And if you let him kill, he's coming back to destroy. So the greatest way to keep a destroyer out of your home is to keep a killer out of your home. And the greatest way to keep a killer out of your home is to get the stealer out of your home. You can be seated. Did she let me use her? Can I use you? Please say yes. Don't reject me. That'd be really embarrassing. No? One, two. Oh, come on. Give her a hand. Elena? Give it up for Elena tonight. want you to stand right here here is where scripture starts and here is where scripture ends but the story does not all of a sudden she has her promise back she has her prayer back she has her dream back and so now she's got to walk back to her house and she's got to go back to the same place where she's been living with the stealer Do you think they went back home and shared a midnight snack of Fruity Pebbles and said, oh, what a wild, adventurous day it has been. I see a mother that is clinging to her promise that's been restored. She's clinging to her dream that's been restored. She's... 
And as she's making her way back to the house, the gap between her and the stealer is widening. And she's looking at her baby with love. And she's looking at the stealer with anger. All of a sudden, she gets to the house. And she puts her baby in a nice place and she locks the door. And all of a sudden, the stealer finally walks through. And what does she find? But she finds sheets coming off the bed. And she finds luggage being thrown out the window. And she finds shoes flying, mirrors breaking. Hey, 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 what you doing? Hey, let's make a deal. Let's negotiate. But she made up in her mind. It's not just enough to have what was stolen restored. I've got to remove from my house what's stolen. And neither give place to the thief and let him that stole steal no more. Can I preach just a few more minutes? I'm almost done. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, the thief is gone. A few days elapse. A few weeks elapse. And a few months elapse. And now it's a few years. And all of a sudden, Elena comes to her mom and says, Mom, I love what you've done to the place I... I love my room and I love the colors and I'm, I'm thankful for the bed sheets and the flowery puffy pillows and, and, and the cool pictures on the wall and the arts and the craft and I love it, Mom! But I noticed there's a few rips in the carpet. And Mom, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but I went to move the curtains to see the sun and it's covered with duct tape. Mom, I love you and all, and I'm not trying to complain, but I, I moved some furniture, and there's some holes in the sheetrock. I just wanted to kind of know what's up, what's been going down in here, what's been happening. And I see that mother getting on her knees, saying, Elena, you keep standing. I'll let you be taller than me for a few minutes. <laughs> Elena, let me tell you a story. There used to be a stealer that lived in this house. I let some junk get in this house. I let some bitterness get in this house. I let some stuff come through the screen in this house. And I let some stuff come through my phone in this house. And I let some conversations and I let... I let some stuff that looked friendly that turned deadly into this house. And baby, I made a decision that the stealer and you couldn't live in the same house. I made a decision that addiction and you could. Baby, I got on the floor. I began to pray. I began to seek God. And I chose you. I chose you. How old are you, Elena? You're 10. How old were you when you were born? You see, you weren't born 10. 
right? That'd be kind of cool though, right? No, mom said, no, that would not be cool. (laughs) So you weren't born 10, but you're 10 now. Babies grow up. And your prophecies are too. Your prayers are growing up. Your promises are growing up. Your future is growing up. And I had to come remind you again. When it grows up, it's going to ask you a simple question. And it's going to simply be this. Did you fight for me? There's prodigals coming back into this house. There's anointing flowing back into this house. There's prophecies that have been spoken. Promises that have been given. Words that have been handed. And they're growing up. But I would to God there would be a church that says I'm not letting the stealer come in this house. It's just a little this and it's just a little that. I don't want to hurt nobody. I don't want to offend nobody. Bible says judgment must begin at the house of the Lord. If you're coming after my dream, I'm going to judge you. If you're coming after my future, I'm going to judge you. If you're coming after my anointing, I'm going to judge you. Because I refuse to let something friendly walk into my world and take away what God has restored. Come on, it's 2020, and it's time to stand up in our home and say, enough's enough. My promise lives here. Come on, would you stand all across this house? Would you stand to your feet? Would you lift up your hands, and would you lift up your voice all across this sanctuary? Would you let heaven hear you for a moment? heaven's looking for the real mother he's looking for a man he's looking for a woman that cannot sit still that cannot stay silent I'm not preaching to everybody tonight, but I'm preaching to some people. I'm preaching to some families. I'm preaching to some mothers and fathers, some husbands and wives. I'm preaching to some teenagers. Uh, that you, 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 I'm not here to argue with you. I'm not here to debate. I'm not here to condemn you with how and when the stealer got in and what it stole. Uh, but I am preaching uh, for a man, uh, for a woman uh, to decide uh, on a Sunday night. Uh, I want it back. Uh, and when I get it back, uh, I'm not going to allow uh, the thing to stole it uh, to live in my come on if I'm preaching to you the altar's open right now if I'm preaching to you the altar's open right now come on you're in the throne room what would you tell the king what would you say to the king 
Come on, that's it. Come as fast as you can. Come as fast as you can all across this house. Come on, I'm preaching on behalf of somebody's future tonight. I'm preaching on behalf of somebody's calling tonight. I'm preaching on behalf of somebody's destiny tonight. Paul said, I say to you again. Paul said, I had to bring it to your attention again. Paul said, I had to repeat myself. And I came to say it again tonight. I came to repeat myself tonight. I came to call it to your remembrance. There's some things that God has entrusted you with. There are some things that God's allowed you to steward. I want you to look at me all across this house. Hear me for just a moment. God's allowing you to be a steward. God's allowing you to be a caretaker. God's allowing you to give birth and to protect and to nourish things in the spirit. There's giftings on the inside of you. Is your home suffocating them or sustaining them? There's ministry and prophecies. There's angels on assignments on your behalf. Would you just softly pray all across this house? We're not trying to make something happen. We're not trying to manipulate anything, but I feel a holy pause right now. Would you just pray in the spirit for a moment? <laughs> Zion travails, something shifts, something happens. Come on, I feel the spirit of mother coming on this congregation. I don't care if you're a Sunday school teacher. I don't care if you're a minister. I don't care if you're in the sound. If you're an usher, come on, the spirit of mother's got to get on you. Come on, is the revival worth it? Is the prophecy worth it? Is the future worth it? Come on, every eye closed, every hand lifted. We're going to move on in just a moment, but there's a spirit of intercession in this house. Come on, I would to God you lift up your voice and reclaim some things. I wish you'd make it known to the adversary. I'm getting some stuff back tonight.
cry out. Come on, it's here right now. You're in the presence of the King right now. You're in the presence of the King right now. Come on, I see it. Let it out. Let that cry come forth, Daddy. Let that cry come forth, Mother. get distracted don't get awkward don't don't look around this is what we do come on this is called lingering in his presence come on this is called pressing in a little deeper this is called pressing in a little further don't miss what God's wanting to do in your home right now don't miss what God is wanting to do in your mind and in your spirit right now I dare you to talk to him I dare you to pray a bold prayer it's not dead, it's only stolen. It's not dead, it's only stolen. Come on, that's it all across this house. Come on, all across this house. All across this house, all across this house.
I challenge you to reach your hand towards somebody. I, I challenge you to stretch your hands towards somebody. If you're with your family, I, I challenge you to bind together with your family right now. I, I think we ought to speak some, I think we ought to speak life to some things in this house right now. Come on, if there's anything you need to speak death to, if there's anything that needs to end tonight, if there's anything that needs to die tonight, why don't you pray that right now? But if there's some old promises, some old prophecies, some things you thought were dead, but you've heard the word of the Lord tonight, I want you to speak life to it. Speak life to your home. Speak life to your children. Speak life to what God is wanting to do through you.